This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome. Thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovis Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things ag bioscience, the people, the products and innovations across food, animal health, plant science and ag tech. Ag tech continues to be one of the fastest growing categories of the ag bioscience economy as producers and those that serve them seek to deliver greater value, increase efficiency and ultimately improved net farm income. We're joined today by an ag tech pioneer who is leading the next chapter of ag tech innovation at one of the world's largest agricultural companies. This is going to be awesome. Welcome, Dr. Brian Lutz, Vice President of Agricultural Solutions at Corteva. Brian, welcome to Ag Bioscience. Hey, Mitch. Thanks for having me. This is great. Oh, this is going to be fun. The evolution you're leading at Corteva, Brian, is just, I mean, it's just amazing, particularly as we look at ag tech. This world, ag tech, not new for you. You're an ag tech veteran. You've led teams at Climate Corp, ultimately becoming their chief scientist. You've been a farmer, a professor. You got to tell us more. Before we dig into all things Corteva, let's dig into all things Brian. Uh, yeah, thanks, Mitch. I mean, so, you know, one is I wouldn't claim to be an ag tech veteran, but I have been really lucky. I've had a lot of opportunities, have gotten to see uh, this space from a variety of different angles. So a little bit about me. I grew up farming in Ohio. My family still farms a few thousand acres over there. Um, but, you know, like many that grow up farming, I had to find a, a alternate way to make a living because farms can only support so many families. And I'm the youngest sibling. Uh, went off, had an academic career for several years. I uh, ended up getting my PhD uh, in biogeochemistry at, at Duke. Uh, did a lot of environmental science and modeling. Um, and then one day I was fortunate enough to find myself back at the farm and and went back to farming for a living. Uh, left a tenure track faculty career to, to go back to farming. Wow. Um, and then, you know, all this started to light up with, with ag tech and digital. That was uh, when Monsanto had bought Climate Corporation. It was just this you know, unique way that uh, new types of science were coming into agriculture. And I thought this is going to be, you know, something really important. And especially yeah. when I went back to to farming with my family, I was seeing the way that data was changing uh, farm, farm decisions, how we were making decisions. Um, and so I convinced my wife, I said, hey, you know, I want to be part of this. And uh, and, and we, we up and moved to St. Louis. Uh, like you mentioned, I was at, at Climate for years. Um, and, and then, uh, you know, over time we learned that there's a, a lot of ways we're going to create new value with digital in agriculture. And, and then we also learned some ways where maybe we're not going to make uh, value in digital. And so, um, you know, I, I believe at the core of all of this, digital is really a way of um, extracting more value out of the, the products and the practices that we already have. And I think that's the core of it. And so, um, you know, it was just over a year ago that I decided to uh, make the leap over to Corteva. You know, there's a lot of exciting uh, happenings at Corteva right now. For sure. The uh, leading pure play uh, agricultural company, uh, just amazing seed and crop protection pipelines. Um, and, and really, that's what it is, is we're we're bringing digital into the fold so that we can uh, help our customers get the most out of the products that we're taking to market. It's been really incredible to watch Corteva grow. Corteva Deep Roots, obviously, here in Indiana. Dow Alanco, Dow AgroSciences, Dow DuPont, now Corteva. And, and Chuck Magro, CEO Chuck Magro of Corteva, has really led a transformation over the last year, year and a half of what the company wants to be, its clear focus, really a global portfolio of products. For those that don't know Corteva, Brian, could you give us just sort of an idea who Corteva is? 20,000 employees worldwide? That's right. Yeah. So Corteva still a new name for many people, yeah. but like, like you're saying, Mitch, I mean, such a, uh, you know, 
rich history of, of ag innovation from both the Dow and DuPont Heritage companies. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to join the company just a few weeks before Chuck did. The last year has been so much fun. I mean, we, um, you know, there's been a lot of change. There's been a lot of focus. We've got a new winning aspiration. Our, our goal is really to become the leader of innovative agricultural solutions for farmers worldwide. That's bold. Um, I know I it's bold. It. It's bold. And, you know, and, and just for some perspective, I mean, to talk about what we have, um, you know, from the seed and CP side, let me give you an example on the seed side. Um, you know, we, we have more winning corn hybrids than any other company. So when customers go out and they plant yield trials, right? You're going to see Pioneer products at the top of the top of the list more often than, than what anyone else has. We've got some of the best seed in the market. And then on the CP side, we've got an incredible pipeline of, of molecules and formulations coming through the pipeline. And, and even more important um, than just having effective molecules, we're also the leaders when it comes to sort of safe and sustainable chemistry. So we have more green chemistry awards than anyone else in the industry and actually by, by a long shot. And, and it's these leading seed and CP pipelines that really sets the foundation then for everything that we do with digital because it's really how do we get the best products at the right time, right place on the right acre so that we can deliver the most value for customers. What I love about the stories that you and I have talked about, I mean, when we talk about innovations, we talk about the, the big biological acquisition not that long ago, we talk about digital innovations, there's always one person, one category at the center of everything, that's the farmer. And, and how do we optimize for the farmer? I want to zoom out on that concept of really thinking about the farmer, because as we look at ag tech, as we look at digital ag tech specifically, it's gone through multiple iterations over the years. You and I have both witnessed it. We've gone from mechanization to automation to digitization. Now we're in this phase maybe of integration. How have you seen ag tech transform and where do you think we are in that overall maturation cycle? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of different perspectives on this. So let me give you mine. Please, um, yeah. So, I mean, you think about those four big buckets that you mentioned between mechanization, automation, digitization, and then integration. Most don't really uh, doubt or question the mechanization and automation, and it's really hard to overstate. I mean, we have come so far in the last few decades, but you can see things like mechanization right. and automation. Sometimes you'll hear folks questioning the role of digital um, and, and where we are uh, with ag. And I think that more often than not, when I hear folks questioning it, it's more of in the context did you know a certain startup meet its financial ambitions or something to that effect. And there have been a lot of you know, tries and, and failures um, in the startup world. Um, but, you know, especially having been close to farming, having seen the role that data plays and how farmers are making decisions, you know, I actually think it's probably the most important and in, in, in really delivering more value than almost anything else at the farm gate today. Let me give you an example of, of, of uh, you know, how I see this. So, you know, like I said, my family farms out in Ohio. My brother's been working the last few years on bringing his wheat yields up. Um, over the last couple of years, he's been experimenting a lot and, and he's using digital. He's using his yield monitors, his mapping in the planter and, and sprayer uh, so that he can run some simple trials so that he can continually improve. He's testing seeding densities. He's testing uh, his fertility programs. He's experimenting with growth regulators, with uh, um, you know some of his nitrogen management and then multiple disease uh, or multiple uh, fungicide applications. And, and he's really unlocked a huge amount of value. When, when I was young, I mean, 60, 70 bushel yield wheats, I mean, those were, those were great yields. Last year, he set the record, or he, he was the top yielding uh, farm in Ohio at 137 wow. bushels. Um, so nearly twice what we thought, you know, not that long ago right. was a really good, good, uh, good yield. And, and that, that, 
that's the other piece is digital. And then this last last bucket that you mentioned, integration, they go hand in hand, digital and integration, because it's not just about a single single technology that's unlocking all this value now. It's really, how do you make the series of decisions? How do you use the right combination of products to unlock that potential? And it's really remarkable what farmers are doing. Yeah. When you look at the environment that farmers are operating in, whether it be your brother, whether it be the, the farmers you serve all around the world, there are a lot of variables that they're trying to solve for, particularly in a world where fertilizer costs are up, just OPEX overall is, is, is up by definition. How do you see ag tech and even how are you at Corteva thinking about ag tech being a hedge or being a sort of a buoy or a, a offset to the rising OPEX in agriculture? Yeah. And this is something that um, you know I got to see firsthand when we think about digital and the role it's playing right now in farming. Um, it's letting us shift our thinking from inputs being a cost to inputs being an investment, right? Um, you know, I, I always thought like, yeah, sure, there might be more expensive products that you can you can use out there, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best investment. And likewise, when you've got to make a decision, you could choose a cheaper product, but that doesn't necessarily mean right. you're going to end up with more money in your pocket at the end of the year. And so, I do think that that's again uh, really. The key of, of the role of digital on a farm these days is that it's letting you transparently see the value of the products that, that you're you're using. And it's it's not just a skew anymore. I mean, I think that's where you and I have seen so many ag tech companies come to market and they're selling direct to farmer or they're selling in some novel way in which they're actually reaching the customer. But it, it's not just that skew. It's not just that one light on it. It's about a full package, a full solution. That's right. And so if you think about the full solution, the integrated solution, how you bring all of the products and practices together to really unlock that yield potential, like I was saying with my brother and his wheat crops, the uh, you know digital is the key that unlocks that, in my opinion. And so you know, it's not a, a separate skew. It's not something that's independent. And so we're actually taking some bold moves at Corteva to really, you know, put that into action. So recently we have integrated our digital unit with our R&D our groups that oh, wow. also drive data science and all the innovation in our products. So a lot of companies, you know, they still see digital as, as something separate, something that they take to their customers separately. We've combined all of this so that our data scientists that are working at the earliest stages of our R&D pipelines, driving you know, AI for new molecule discovery in our crop protection pipeline, or our genetic gain and predictive breeding algorithms are working side by side with the data scientists that then are developing our digital tools and recommendations, because that's the way that we can connect all of this information in a seamless way so that we can all deliver more value for customers. It digital not being a business unit, just being part of the business. I think that is a powerful takeaway. It's woven into everything that we do. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay. So as you're talking with customers, you're clearly out talking with farmers, you're sharing this vision, sharing the story of digital kind of being interwoven in through seed, crop protection, whatever it may be. What are you hearing from farmers? Yeah, I mean, so our customers, one is, you know, we've got a long standing reputation through especially our pioneer agency here in the US. You know, we're, we're among the most trusted advisor uh, on the farm. And really, uh, most of what we're hearing as we've made some of these moves of bringing digital directly into the fold is, geez, that makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, this is already what we do. You know, we're already there to try to help uh, get the best product on the right acre. And, and now just bringing all of the data, all of the tools into one seamless experience for customers, everyone's kind of nodding along saying, hey, one, this makes a lot of sense. And two, it's it's about time somebody's really brought it together <laughs> this way. So. I, it's brilliant. I mean, it makes, it makes clear sense. It makes clear sense from the outside. It makes clear sense from the farmer's perspective. Clearly from Corteva's strategy, it makes a lot of sense. 
And I want to dig into that because uh, CEO Chuck Magro had his first, I think, investor meeting last year, first investor day. And uh, I, I went and watched it because I, that's, you know, I enjoy those kinds of things. And it was, it was really, really interesting to me as Chuck outlined the three frontier markets that Corteva has set its sight on biologicals, bio-based fuels, and specialty oils with a real clear focus on food, all, all of those sort of centered around sustainability or have a sustainability story. How do you envision digital being a piece of those frontier markets and really focusing on sustainability at Corteva? Yeah, let me, let me just say a few things first is we did have our investor day last summer. It was a great event. It was a lot of fun. I got to participate paid in that directly. Um, and it's it's really, um, again, this is what drove all of my excitement to be part of Corteva is because we have so much uh, innovation in both our seed and crop protection pipelines that it was just a lot of fun to be yeah. able to talk about that. Um, you know, and then with that, there are some of these areas that we really see as emerging opportunities. So for example, biologicals, and we've been, you know, again, making very bold moves in this space. We see biologicals as one of the largest or fastest growing segments in crop protection over the next decade or two. Um, and so, you know, it's just a great opportunity for us to be developing those types of technologies and getting them out to our customers. Now, the question of how does digital play into all of this? And again, digital is woven into everything that we do. So right now we're actively um, leveraging, you know, the most advanced digital capabilities, things like AI to understand what are the new biological modes of action and mm -hmm. biological products that we can develop and take to customers? And then just like we use digital in our current seed and CP offerings, it's how do you leverage digital tools so that when you take these products to market, you can really show your customers that they add real value. Um, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of activity in this space. And whenever there's a lot of activity, you get, you know, new products coming to market, some of them you know, might have more value than others, especially as you get a lot of uh, companies uh, sort of running towards this space. We just want to make sure that whenever we take uh, these types of new and innovative products to customers, that they add value. Now, if you go on to some of the other buckets, and we probably don't have time to, to talk about all these frontier markets, but, um, you know, things like bio-based bio fuels, this is a great opportunity for for farmers. Um, when you start to think about the role that um, especially oil production can play in, in improving the sustainability of fuels, um, it, it's a big opportunity and, and might add a lot of uh, you know income into uh, the farm sector. When you think about digital in that uh, that case, you know we're using digital to do things like calculate the carbon intensity of different oil mm. production systems because you know we think that's going to be what really dictates a lot of the premium that that will flow into ag for from uh, using using these crops as, as fuel sources. So there's still a lot emerging in, in this space. There's still a lot to be sorted out, but we see it as a big opportunity on the horizon. Yeah, the bio-based fuels piece is one that, it, candidly, I, you know, I, I watched Chuck walk through it. Incredible job. I'm in Las Vegas for CES and on stage, John Deere has a stage and they're talking about sort of their work, their innovation that's happening. And CTO Jamie Hindman, great guy, doing some amazing work. Shared a stat that I thought was really powerful, Brian. Kind of puts an exclamation point on why bio-based fuels is so important. You know, he shared that you know, if they were to take a, a big eight series tractor, big ag tractor, a John Deere tractor, if they were to make that electric, it would be twice as heavy. It would be uh, twice as big. It would take, it's like 38 Tesla Model 3 batteries or something like that. Right. And it would be four times as much. And it wasn't this decision of, or wasn't a discussion around like, hey, electric's not it and, and bio-based fuels is. It was this portfolio, 
right? It has to be a little bit of this, a little bit of this, and a little bit of this. And the right solution will fit the right market demand. And digital will be sort of be the red thread that's woven through it all. That's right. That's right. And and I'm a big believer that there is no one size fits all solution for any of these uh, these challenges. I think from an energy perspective, it's kind of an all of the above, right? Right solution for the right problem. You do look at some of these things though, like you know, sustainable aviation fuel, because there's only so many options there, right? Ag can play a big role in helping to produce more sustainable aviation fuels through these bio-based uh, and and these oil-based solutions. Um, but yeah, you're 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 spot on. It's it's how do we uh, produce the most, uh, you know, environmentally friendly and responsible energy that we need for the 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 all the the uses that we have, right? For sure. Yep. And it creates new markets for agriculture, which is terrific as well. That's okay. Right. Last question, Brian. Okay, so you have been with the company now about a year, a little over a year. That's right. You've taken on some massive projects. You've led a bunch of evolution. Digital now interwoven throughout the product portfolio. Give us an idea. What's ahead for digital at Corteva? And I'm going to be bold enough to say what's ahead for Corteva in Indiana. Right. Yeah. So um, two great questions. So first, just what's ahead for us? Um, you know, as we've declared our winning aspiration, um, we've also been saying that we're going to lead our future growth through investing in innovation. So we're, you know, especially in a time in which you see all the tech industries sort of pulling back. There have been some pretty broad scale, you know, cuts and and um we're we're growing and and we're especially growing um at our our research centers and our global business centers because again we want to have our data scientists, our data engineers driving all of this digital innovation sort of sitting next to side by side with our researchers. So um, what's exciting is that we've got a very clear and long-term path for growth that's really going to drive a lot of this innovation through digital and ag. Um, and then when it comes to Indianapolis specifically, so I moved here with my family a, a year ago. Thank you. Um, and, and I can say this is uh, just been absolutely a wonderful place to live. The schools, uh, all, the, all that the area has to offer. You know, we do business and a lot of communities. Uh, we're always glad as Corteva to be engaged and and support our communities, but especially with Indianapolis being our global headquarters, from my personal experience, I couldn't be happier for our opportunity to grow here um, in Indy and, and, and play a really important role, I think, in the future of, of Indy's ag footprint moving forward. It cannot be any more clear the massive impact that Corteva has. Just for those that haven't been paying attention, uh, Corteva now the fourth largest publicly held company headquartered in Indiana by market cap. So it's Eli Lilly, it's Elevance Health, used to be Anthem, it's Simon Property Group and Corteva. So it, this is a really important piece, not just for ag bioscience, but for Indiana's economy. And Brian, on behalf of everyone here, on behalf of all the folks in Indiana, Thanks for making the move. Thanks for making the investment. Well, thanks for having me, Mitch. This has been great. Uh, we're we're thrilled to be part of the community and, and part of Indiana with our headquarters moving forward. Uh, we're elated for it. He is Dr. Brian Lutz, Vice President of Agricultural Solutions at Corteva. Brian, again, thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Ag Bioscience. Get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library of archived episodes and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. 
To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com.